Hello everyone and welcome into the Not So Experts. My name is Avery Nelson, joined by my good friend and co-host, Taylor Mooney. Taylor, how are you doing? Oh shit, man. Uh, drinking from a fire hose this week. Um, been in Birmingham, started a new job, signed an apartment lease. Um, also put in my 30-day notice at my apartment in Atlanta, which they have yet to respond to, so... Uh, things are going great. Um, sorry, we're recording this kind of late. Um, been kind of a hectic week, but a good week nonetheless. Yeah, really busy. Uh, in the, even this morning, um, we're recording a Friday morning. We're going to, I'm going to release this immediately after we record. Um, and I'm just, I'm out of breath because we've been trying to record for the past hour. And then I had to go get coffee. You had a call with your boss right before we were going to start recording. Then I was in the bathroom and now you have about an hour to record max. So yeah, um, yeah, and because I've got a immediate, I got a lunch with my boss's boss. <laughs> and that is not a lunch you can miss. No, so it, you know, it is what it is. Starting a new job, um, pretty excited about it. Um, but been a crazy ass week. And yeah. starting next week, we're actually going to break this up into two episodes. One, um like a midweek and then we'll have uh one for the friday as well so yeah i mean it especially during college football season there's so much to cover um today's going to be a very crunched episode uh but like you said hopefully we'll have a bit of a shorter episode on wednesdays and then a bit of a longer form or fun episode on fridays uh to kind of spread it out um and i think i'll be good as long as we can actually record on the days we're supposed to record yeah yeah that, that would be the key um, um, and not only, well, not only do we have a lot of football talk, we have a shit ton of basketball news, man. Wow, wow, wow! Yes. What a two weeks for uh, Nate Oates, and it looks like it's probably going to continue to get better. Yeah, it's uh, it's it would be a disservice to the work that Nate Oates has done if we not only missed this week but ignored the uh the 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 news. That came Saturday evening during the Alabama-Texas A&M game. Can um, we just talk about how Nate Oates has us talking, leading the podcast with basketball uh, during the middle of football season? It's I'm to be fair, I, I was I was watching the game in Dolphin Island with my mom and some of her friends, and you know they're they're kind of just like run of the mill Alabama fans. They're not insane people like us. Um, but I, I saw that J.D. Davidson committed during – I think it was during the pick six. I think it was like no, the same no, time. No, no, no. It was, it was the same time that Waddle scored that touchdown. Oh, that, okay. That long-ass touchdown. Like he committed at like the exact same time. Perfect timing. Um, but I was like giddy looking at my phone, and they were like, what happened? And I was like, we just signed the number one point guard in the country. And everybody just kind of like looked at me and they're like, isn't Alabama bad at basketball? And I was like, oh, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so, yeah, I mean, I watched his highlights that day. Um, He looks insane. Uh, I can't believe the number one point guard in the country came out of, what is it, Letahatchee? Letahatchee. Letahatchee, Alabama. 
Okay, but look, I'll take him where I can get him, and he looks the number one point guard in the country off his highlight reel. I mean, he can jump out of the gym. I feel sorry for those 2A kids that are probably my size trying to guard this badass dude. (laughs) Like, good lord. Didn't you say you were looking up Lita Hatchie, and didn't you say it's like not even like an incorporated town? Yeah, it's like an unincorporated community, I believe is what they called it. (laughs) Um, that is amazing. It's it's not even on the map. Like it literally, you look it up, and it is it is up towards Montgomery, um, just middle of nowhere, man. Just absolutely unincorporated community in Loudoun County. Like that beats me. It looks it looks like a place you stop to get gas when you're driving down I-65 on the map. And then that's, that's it. That's all it looks like. Um, and yeah, just it's southwest. All there is to do there. Southwest of Montgomery, but yeah, he uh. Like I said, I'll take him where I can get him, and he looks the part. And it's it's not like he's just playing two-way ball. Like you you told me, he's he played AAU ball, and uh, he's he's legit. I think he's legit. So he, huge. Yeah, I mean, you look at that dude. I mean, I don't even I don't care who he's playing. Like he he is uber athletic. Like maybe his shot is not like super elite yet, right. but. The dude can pass, dribble, and he can shoot. I just don't think he's like a forty percent three point shooter yet. But he can he can get to the ba- he can get to the basket, and we're gonna surround him um, with a really good team as well. Um, <clears throat> and the thing is, I think he's got some gump in him. Whereas Colin Sexton, um, you know, I don't, you know, Colin Sexton. Not that he's not gump, but JD Davidson is from BFE, Alabama. Um, yep. I think he likely has grown up an Alabama fan. Um, you guess. You know, I mean, I he's going to Alabama. He's from Alabama. He probably grew up an Alabama fan. You know, uh, Montgomery is kind of barn country, but um, I mean, I, this is an absolutely huge, huge, huge um, commit. And a lot of people have said it's the biggest commit in Alabama basketball history, which is just bizarre. I mean, I think, by, like, I think by recruit, like recruiting ranking standards, I think it I is. I think he might be. Yeah. And he, and the thing is like, he is now out recruiting for Nate Oates, who clearly doesn't need much damn help. Like what a madman. Um, <laughs> I was talking to one of my buddies and he has some crazy Nate Oates stories. Um, like the dude is just relentless. Um, I've been told that Nate, and I quote, re- recruits like an assistant coach. Like he, you know, he and you know Hodgson, you got Petway. They're they're relentless, and I think we're at least gonna get um, at least one more top end top end guy. Um, in this class, why would you not want to play with J.D. Davidson? And then you couple him with the shooters that are already on the roster. Uh, Nate Oates is building something, and he's not taking his time doing that shit either. No, and at the moment, at least as far as 247 goes, we are the 29th ranked class. But like you said, we're looking at at least getting one more top-level guy, uh, d- depending on whoever whoever that may be. Um, whether it's, uh, I know I was reading on Alabama round ball that, uh, Caleb Houston, uh, we're in the mix for him along with, it's crazy seeing us in the mix for kids with, with the names like Duke, Michigan, Virginia, and Alabama. Nate, that's, that's what I'm (laughs) saying, dude. Nate is getting shit done. Like he, the thing is like, 
Nate doesn't care about those other schools. He's like, look, I understand that, but look at what we got at Alabama. And clearly kids are being receptive to it. I mean, yeah, he he's a master salesman. I, like, yeah. I need to take some tips. And he, and big shout out to Antoine Petway, Alabama basketball legend. Name the next stadium Petway Arena. The Petway Pad, I believe, is what I tweeted. Yes, um, yes, the Petway Pad. That dude comes with the gym. Like, if yeah. you're an Alabama coach, uh, you get Coleman, and then you get Antoine Petway. Like that. <laughs> He's literally been – I think he's taken – he took a two-year break uh, from Alabama, and I believe he went to Jacksonville State as, yeah. like, director of player personnel and then came right back to Tuscaloosa. So the dude has been at Alabama for uh, all – pretty much all of the last 15 years. Um, he does not lose in-state prospects. Um, no, he's amazing. I – like, aside from Trent – but I think we know why that asshole went to LSU. Um, you know, don't want to drag a high school kid or I guess a college kid now. But I think at this point, it's very obvious why he went to LSU. Um, but Petway doesn't lose in-state kids. No, no. He's a he's a legend. Like I said, probably one of the most, um, most important people to ever come through the program, player or coach, I'd argue. Um, yeah, I mean – Everybody knows who he is, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We, didn't we see him like, LSU game day there. last year? Yeah. He was carting yeah. around. Yeah, and we also saw Nate Oates um, at the Tennessee game last He gave year. me a fist pump. I, I screamed, <laughs> I screamed, Nate! And he gave me a fist that, pump, and I was like, that's my guy. That, dude, so funny. What a guy. Absolutely. But, yeah, like I, I said, we could get a few more guys. Also, the Col- do you want to go over the Coleman news, whether it's news or not? I, I'll leave that up to you. Yeah. Yeah, so Ryan uh, Ryan Brown of Jocks came out, I guess this is Friday morning, and said that Alabama received a large enough donation um, to um, build a new arena on campus yeah. um, if they want to do it. And obviously it got a ton of buzz. And then obviously Greg Burns said uh, the same shit that every Alabama athletic director said over the last decade that um, – you know, they're, that, that Coleman is a priority. Um, but the, the difference is I actually believe Nate Oates. And I also think they probably did get this massive donation. Um, but Nate Oates, you know, they announced the $75 million shortfall this year. Um, I believe him, obviously. I mean, this is the one year where I think that that's actually not an excuse. I think yeah. it's a legit reason. But I don't doubt this donation um, and I do think that Coleman is on the the priority list. Um, I genuinely believe that. Um, we'll see, I guess, about this donation. Uh, but that was that was a lot of the buzz this morning. Um, and we'll just kind of have to see how it plays out. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, I honestly, every time I think about it, and I I know it's not like. It's not an issue, but I always just I think about the campus and like in my mind, I'm like overhead visual and I'm like, where are you putting this stadium? Like, I know they'll figure it out. A lot of people, a lot of people want, I love where Coleman is. I agree. I think it looks nice from an exterior perspective. And the Crimson Standard is a hundred plus million dollar renovation 
Um, yep. Where it's going to look like a brand new arena. So I, I love where it's located. Um, and I think a renovation is good enough, uh, especially a hundred plus million dollar one. It's not going to look like a damn airplane hangar at that point. You know, it's going to look completely different. And, you know, people wanting a brand new arena. Like I, I, I like, I like where Coleman is and I really don't know where they're going to put another arena. I, I kind of agree with you. Like, where are you going to put it? Out by the rec center? And then it's just kind of weirdly located, and I don't really like that idea. I no. like when you're driving down Bryant Drive. I like that you can see the baseball stadium and Malmore and, um, you know, Coleman. I think they need to rename it. Uh, and then I think they need to just, you know, do a complete renovation. I liked the Crimson Standard, like, blueprint that they put out. I thought that was awesome. I agree. But I agree. We'll, we'll see where it goes. We'll see. It's yeah. one of those yeah. that where it's all every year this comes up, and every year we just circle back. So, um, I think I Nate Oates doesn't give a damn. So, <laughs> I, I think he no. cares, but I, I don't think it's going to affect Nate Oates one way or the other. I think Nate Oates could recruit the kids he's recruiting to a high school gym. All right. Yeah. I don't I too concerned either way. Nate Oates is like, it has a hoop and it has a three point line. Shoot yeah. that shit. <laughs> yeah exactly as long as they can paint the three-point line on the on the hardwood he's like i don't know send them out there yeah we got a we got a new logo how about that so so i mean and and the the maui invitational at Asheville only a month away or so just a little over a month love it dude so i could not be more excited we will we will as time goes on in this next month or so definitely be talking more and more hoops and maybe just maybe I have doubts but maybe if they let people in maybe Oh dude I'm about to be 45 minutes door to door from Coleman I'm going to as many games as I can Oh I was talking about the Asheville the Maui Invitational at Asheville Oh yeah the Maui Invitational I I'd be down to go to that too man Shit. We'll see we'll see if they let people in who who knows Yeah at this point who knows but anyways, we'll see. Very exciting stuff in the basketball, uh, in, in uh, Alabama basketball. And I, I can't wait for once in my life. Um, <laughs> moving on to football news. Uh, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty good week for us. Pretty good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, as far as recruiting goes, uh, always good, of course. Kool-Aid is announcing soon. Right. Well, do you, do you have the exact date? The twenty fifth. Twenty fifth. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. just a few weeks. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah. I like where Alabama stands at this point. I mean, I. You know, Kool Aid is friends with J D. Davidson also. Really. And, yeah. And if you're, my thing is, man, why in the hell would you go play at Auburn right now? They just threw up a stinker at Georgia, like. They, they look bad, man. Like everybody wants to everybody wants to talk about how good Georgia looked, and they did look decent. But it's the same Georgia offense, and Auburn looked like shit. They haven't replaced the interior defensive line. The offensive line got absolutely manhandled, and Marlon Humphrey just signed a hundred million dollar contract. Uh, that doesn't hurt. Like at this point I, like and i'm not even trying to be mega gump here i know i am and this is a mega <laughs> gump podcast but why would you go to auburn at this oh, point like i don't they know have, they want to fire their coach they just got curb stomped like i just 
I, I don't understand going to Auburn over Alabama at this point. And Alabama is about to lose a few dudes in the secondary. Yep. So you can play at a better school, not on a farm. I just and you <laughs> that won't sends get your dudes to the NFL for million hundred million dollar contracts. Yeah, I just look like maybe I'm wrong and maybe he goes to Auburn, but I just I don't know, man. They yeah no they look bad. That, that's year, just man. my thoughts on it. They look really bad this year. I know they lost a lot of guys on defense, especially in that front seven. Uh, and they just – I forget. I'm totally spacing on his name, the linebacker. Um, Trey Williams. It, no, 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 no. Uh, hold on. I'll pull it up. I'm totally spacing. But they just lost a major player in their defense. And, yeah, they just they – just Oh, look, wait. Yeah, in the Georgia game. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, again, Shit, I'm, I can't I'm spacing. I can't and I'm, I'm very – very good at this. KJ Britt. KJ Britt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which I mean, really unfortunate. But you look at that, and then you say, well, I mean, he's he's he was not only a leader on defense, but a leader for the whole team. There, it just looks like they're gonna. I think they're gonna fall apart this season. Uh, the problem be to Arkansas this week. I would imagine. You'd hope. Um, but after that, man, you got you got some you got some tough games coming up, and I think they're gonna have some games where they should win. Where I don't, I, or you would have said they should win coming into the season. I don't right. think they do. They got a really tough back end of the schedule, so I uh, mean, yeah, it's uh, gonna be a you know. tough season for Auburn. But like you said, uh, Hate yeah, to see I, it. if you if you look at you you compare them, especially from a cornerback perspective. I mean, again, we're we're gump, but. Uh, it looks why would you not come to Alabama it's you know that's it's the position Nick Saban you know focuses on his DBs um we send them to the league constantly uh like even guys that came in not highly touted we consistently send to the league so like you're gonna you're gonna get coached up and you're gonna become a better player I don't know I don't know I it looks good like you said these kids are 18, so who knows what they're doing or what they're thinking or, or whatever. Like, like he could have some really good friends that go to Auburn. Like, I'm sure he probably does, you know. Yeah. But, I, you know, but I, – and I guess you never know, like, what these kids are thinking or what the people around them are thinking or, you know, any of that. But I – just from looking at it from an I don't know this kid perspective, but I know what he looks like perspective. I just at this point, if he goes to Auburn, I'll be like, well, fine, whatever. Like, I guess that screws Alabama a little bit, but he's not going to hurt Alabama realistically right. Right. at all. We'll be all right. That's that's my that's my take on it. Um, but you know, we'll see. Um, ain't it? How do you, you feel about it? We talked a little bit about it the day after the game. How did you, how do you feel about it, like, looking back a week, a week removed? I Look, man, I don't want us to be playing our best football in week two. True. Um, you know, there's a couple question marks on defense. But overall, I thought they played really well. Um, people are concerned about the pass rush. But if you look at last year, Kellen Mond torched us on the ground. He also torched us on the ground the year before that. And you can't just pin your ears back and go get a dude who can run like that. He's going to, he's going to torch you. That's fair. So, 
not that it was a mush rush, but they still they still had like eight or nine hurries or, or whatever it was. Uh, we got a, a few really good hits hurries. on them. Yeah, yeah. Will Anderson hit him a couple times. LeBron Ray looked pretty good. I mean, there there's some dudes on the defensive line that as the season goes on, um, they're going to get better. I think Barmore coming off the injury, um, you can't throw him in for like 70 snaps, you know, like – He's going to ease into it a little bit, probably going to take, you know, maybe this week to get his legs under him fully. Um, and then, you know, in the Georgia game, I expect things to to really be clicking. Running the ball, I thought we struggled a little bit. Um, but, again, they're bringing safeties down, and that's why Mac Jones hammered them over the top. Um you know, so I, I, I and, and with the guys that we have on the offensive line, um, I think they're going to be all right. I think this will, this Ole Miss game will probably be the week where we put it together. Um, their defense is terrible. Um, hopefully, you know, the, the offensive line can gel up front. Um, it takes a couple weeks, and I want people to calm down a little bit because there's 10 SEC teams that are rushing for you less than four yards a carry. So it's not like it's an Alabama problem. A lot of people are struggling with this. And, I, you know, generally speaking, with the guys we have up front, with the experience you have up front, should they maybe have handled the first two opponents a little bit better? Yes. Are we in trouble? I don't think so. Um, you know, the offense looks incredible. Um, and I think the mental stuff on defense will be – um, and I, I think we'll figure it out. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, you kind of nailed my, uh, I, I texted you right after or on Sunday morning, um, and said, I had a few concerns about the team and you called me and we talked about it. And those, those are two of my main issues was the run game and the pass rush. Um, pass rush. I think you're right. I think we have the dudes. So like at the end of the day, I know we have the talent. It's about putting it together. And like you said, Trying to contain Kellen Mond was probably priority number one for this defense. Um, and so, totally fine. Got a few pressures on him is what it is. I didn't think it was quite good enough in the Missouri game first half, as I recall, but I don't really remember the second half. Uh, so, <laughs> okay. Um, this week's going to be interesting, I think, with uh, with Ole Miss. Ole Miss is – well, I'll get to that in a second, actually. Um, but the run game, I thought Nick Saban, Nick Saban came out and, and said something, a few things uh, about them. So did Landon Dickerson um, about how it's not where they want it to be. But uh, Coach Saban mentioned that uh, A&M was doing some some stuff, some stunts and, and some other stuff on the defensive line that made it really difficult for us to run the ball. Um, and so I'm and hoping – George is going to do that shit too. Right, but I'm hoping at the very least we can take that – this A&M week, we can take this film – and we can improve from it, and and uh, and again, uh, take advantage of of when they're loading the box, because I think a lot of teams, at least early, are just gonna say tell Mac Jones to beat him. I think that's gonna end pretty quickly, and I think George is gonna be a little smarter, um, yeah, because yeah. he will beat you, and I think he's proven that already. But I think they've done early on in the season. Um, I mean, it's it's tough when you're you're playing a team like Alabama where you you have to respect Najee Harris, but you also have to respect all the wide receiver talent. Um, John Etchy, what a yeah, man. game, man! Yeah, if man. Jones hits him. If Mac Jones hits him on that other deep ball, that dude's got like 240 receiving yards in that game. Yeah. I mean, 
he was wide ass open on another deep ball and Mac Jones missed him. But Mac Jones deep ball has been absolutely fantastic. And boy, he can make you pay. And if you're, if you're Georgia, like, let's just be honest here. Alabama probably going to let Ole Miss score a little bit in this game. I think Ole Miss is going to put up points on everybody. They have a really good offense. Um, their defense is very, very suspect, but, yes. um, I mean, if you look at, I think they probably scored 24 points ish, kind of like, uh, I predicted with A&M last week, um, was near we pretty close on, last actually. week. Well, I, I had them scoring like 10 or 14. What was my prediction? I don't remember exactly. You were around, I said like 49, 14. I think you said 49, 20 or something like that. Some, I, think we were I, both think it, I think it was 21. 21. Yeah, we're yeah. both pretty close. I think I think this week will be kind of similar in the sense that we'll probably, you know, score. I think we'll score in the 60s this week because uh, Saban doesn't like Kiffin, and their defense is just absolutely garbage. Hates I mean, Kiffin. Hates him. Like – I think Kiffin <laughs> is hilarious. Um, Kiffin and Will Muschamp and um, shit Kirby and somebody else have a group message together. Oh and yeah, it was it was Kiffin, those three. It wasn't Jim. Kiffin went on Fine Bob and said we have the same dad. So you know they're <laughs> shit talking in that group message. Um, and Kiffin said that he could burn Saban. Saban couldn't cover him now, which was pretty funny. Um, they're going to score a little bit. They're going to throw the kitchen sink at Alabama. Um, but in the end, I just – Ole Miss is not going to stop Alabama. Their defense is Swiss cheese. Um, I think it's they can't probably tackle. not the They pretty- really can't tackle. No, absolutely not. And that's not a problem you want to have on defense. Um, no. You know, and, and so it's – there's not a – I don't know that there's a whole lot to talk about this week because I think Ole Miss is going to score a little bit. Um Really, in my opinion, this season comes down to the Georgia game. Um, you keep jumping Alabama, to that, but let's not. We don't have to jump ahead to that. No, we don't. But that that's just in my mind where I'm going. You know, I know, I know. This will be this will be a fun this will be a fun game. It'll be very entertaining from an offensive standpoint because Ole, yeah. Ole Miss is Ole Miss is going to put up points on everybody. Yeah, I mean. 35 in game one against Florida, 42 against Kentucky, uh, winning in overtime in that game. Um, I I don't. That was a I, terrible game, by the way. Based, oh, it was awful. I just uh, hard to watch. Um, and then I had a a woman behind me who's from Mississippi screaming "Hotty Toddy," and I tell you what, I oh, really hate man. that chant. I hate it. I despise it. it it's stupid. It doesn't make any damn sense. It, it doesn't, doesn't make, make sense. any sense. I think they love that it doesn't make any sense, and it really pisses me off. As someone who just lives and dies by, like, reason and logic, I just need a little bit of uh, sense in that. But, I mean, I'm not going to get that at all. It actually makes – it just actually makes no damn sense I hate at it. all. In my I opinion. hate it. I, like, hotty toddy, gosh almighty, who the hell are we? Like, and then they say, like, flim flim, bim bam, or, or Dude, whatever it's... the hell they say. Like, <laughs> what are you – are you kidding me? Like, are you fu- – are you, like – who are you? Um, it's literally, it's literally that Flint, meme. Bam on it's, the Flintstones, like get it's out that of here. meme of that kid where he goes, "Who are you?" It's that. That's what I think of every time. But this game, like you said, they're going to score points. 
I'm excited to see it because honestly, my benchmark is that Florida game where they put up 35. I would like to keep them below that. If we can keep them below that watermark, I'll be happy. Uh, I was complaining. I mean, like, honestly, like last week, I was a little disappointed with the game, but I was never stressed. A lot of a lot, the people around me were very stressed when we were tied 14 all. Uh, but I was never really stressed. I was pissed. I mean, like, I yeah, it's, pissed, it's dumb shit. But you knew we had the game under control. You knew that was just like, okay, one drive, and then we handed them the ball at like the 10. So it it wasn't nearly concerning enough. We still covered easily. Um, This week, giving 23 and a half is a big ask, I think, against a team like Ole Miss. It's going to, but like, again, we could score 60 easily um, against this defense. I think we do. Like that like my prediction for this game is going to be wild. Like my score prediction is going to be pretty weird. Yeah. Honestly. But I, I just it's the for me I'm I, I don't think we're in, in danger of losing this game unless we turn the ball over a ton, which is, you know, really the only way we've lost to Ole Miss in the past. Um Yeah. And at this point it is a it is a tune-up game. I know you want to keep looking ahead to the Georgia game. This is a tune-up game, but it could also be I don't, I don't again I don't think we're in any danger of losing but it could be a trap game it could be the weather it could be a little messy um, yeah. the weather could they push the game back to 6:30 still could be a little little choppy as far as rain goes um, and and again I think this team's been looking forward to this Georgia game uh, you know I I think everybody has it's been circled on everybody's calendar so it wouldn't surprise me if we came out a little flat but I'm hoping Coach Saban has this team I think this team's hungry. I think they're pretty pissed off about last season, and uh, I think we have the leadership uh, it takes to kind of stay locked in, is, is my yeah, opinion. And like I said, yeah. I'm just looking to contain them as best we can. Like you said, they will score, but if we can keep it below that 35 that Florida gave up, I'll be happy. Yeah, and Vegas Vegas is not super sold on Florida, and I think it's their defense that's doing Agreed. That. Um, to be quite honest, um, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. We'll get, yeah, yeah, we'll get to that in a second, but yeah, people are going to freak out about, about the defense again, but in my opinion, and I talked to friend of the pod, Matt, about this, they I can. think Lane Kiffin is the best offensive mind in college football. Um, he's been doing it for well over 15 years now, um, which is crazy to think about, but he is. He he does a fantastic job of, you know, getting his players, his best players, the ball as many times as possible. Um, That's correct. Sark, Sark is cut from the same mold. Um, but I, I love watching Lane Kiffin's offense. He's going to throw so much shit at Alabama this week. It's going to be super, super, super annoying. Um, but, you know, don't be – like I want to, I want to caution people. Like they're going to score points. Don't get pissed at our defense because they're going to score on everybody. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I think we probably win by thirty-five. To be honest. You want to, you want to go ahead and give your your full prediction. Yeah, I'm gonna go sixty-two to twenty-eight. Sixty-two to twenty-eight. That is. We I mean, I tell you what. Sixty-three. I'm sorry. Sixty-three to 63. twenty-eight. Sixty-three. We Alabama alone almost covers the over if that score hits. You realize that, right? Yeah. I, over I, unders I, at sixty-nine. Like, 
I know it's bizarre, but they're not going to stop us, and they're also going to score on us. So I think I, I think I think the over under at sixty nine is 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 I I I see what you're saying. I agree. Um, I like I you know and and it's probably an absurd. I, th- I think we're favored by twenty four. I think it's probably an absurd prediction, but. I just like I don't think it's close, but I do think they score a lot. And I, you know, at the end of the day, Alabama is going to be able to name the score. Um, defensively, they're probably going to score on us, you know, two three times early. But once Alabama gets the ball rolling, maybe they get a couple of turnovers, and then uh, um, you know, it just kind of goes from there. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I, mean, I see what you're saying. Uh, I think the weather could be a huge factor if it is an ugly. Maybe I, I'm wrong as hell. I I could be wrong as hell. That's yeah. just my gut on it. You know. I think I think any 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 betting or any any score predictions, anything to do with this game, is significantly altered by how the weather looks day of. Yeah, um, Shane uh, Carly's dad hit me up and was and was you know pretty intrigued by the plus 900 for Ole Miss. And I think people are buying into Lane Kiffin a lot on this game. Like I said that Lane Kiffin would beat somebody that maybe they shouldn't this year. Um, I don't think that's Alabama, but again, like who knows, man. I think, I do think they're at the plus 850 right now, money line, but um, it's gone down. People are taking them. People are taking, I mean, that's a value bet. Just just throw a little bit on it. You're going to make a little bit. I mean, like they can score, um, and it, the the weather, I think the the shitty weather probably favors Alabama. That's what I was gonna say. Is, is if it is very rough weather, I think Alabama gets the edge. Lane Kiffin can't be as creative. He can't be as wacky with his play calls. Um, and uh, like I said, it all depends on. I mean, that I'm gonna actually real quick um, look at the Oxford Mississippi weather forecast. I mean, you know, we're we're a day out now, um, but it looks like it's gonna rain. It's going yeah, rain. It's going rain. Uh, <laughs> so John I'm gonna. Plumley, I think John Reese Plumley is gonna do some wild shit in this game. Uh, to be honest, like he he kind of tore Alabama up last year. Mm-hmm. Um, Lane be... Kiffin is gonna use him. Corral can sling it. Um, Elijah Moore is really good. So yeah, well, I, I'm intrigued to see how they use their guys against us because you know they're going to do something crazy but we'll see how they do it okay so i'm going to give you again i think i think the weather really bogs this one down and i think actually i didn't even do the math in my head but my score prediction hits hit 69 the over under exactly um nice. which push just just so happens uh i have 45 24 alabama I think it's going to be very ugly. I think it's going to be rainy. I think it's going to be reminiscent of that Georgia game that also was on the outskirts of a hurricane uh, as well, if I remember correctly, um, where we smashed Georgia up. I do think we handle them, but I I think, yeah, like you said, Lane Kiffin's going to throw the kitchen sink at it. And uh, I don't know. I, 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 and according to my score prediction, almost covers. So we according shall. Mine, there's a shit ton of points scored by everybody. There's the, you have 90, 63, 91 points. Wild. Look, man, that's just how I see it. If, if it was a clear day, no rain, I'd go 60 some odd as well, but it's not looking like it. So 
We'll um, also, love love the uh, love also, the shout out friend of the pod, here, Shan. Prediction here. Uh, prediction here. Najee Harris breaks his um, breaks his Alabama rushing record of his longest run. His longest run is 35 yards, which is hard to believe at Alabama. It is, especially for how many yards run. he's gained. He's in the top five in rushing in Alabama football history and has never run for more than 35 yards on any of those. Yeah. But I think he does it this week. Um, hot take. I think that is something to watch for. All right. Um, and I think that's my one, like, out aside from the score prediction. Tomorrow morning, check that, the prop bet section, folks. Look for Najee Harris' longest run of over-under. And if it's, if, yeah. it's over, if it's around 35, hit the over. Taylor's calling yeah, wow. it. Yeah, because – 11 of those dudes can't tackle him. They're going to need like 15 dudes to they, tackle him. They there. really – they're going to have to have some extra dudes. You are correct on that. Um, all right. So with that out of the way, let's get on to the battle for the bottle. Still don't have an intro. Uh, oh, we'll figure it out. Um, we'll get an last... intro. I'll get with LC and we'll get an intro for that. Oh, I'd love that. Absolutely love that. I need that. to talk to LC about which bottle we're going to get. Yes, 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 yes. Clyde Mays, big ups, big ups. Um, last week, good week for you. A shameful yeah. week for me. Disgustingly shameful. Um, you went three and two. I went two and three. But my lock of the week was Oklahoma, who Ugh. at this I point mean, is it, just awful. They're so I bad. I can't even roast you for it because I was like, yeah, yeah, he's money. I mean <laughs> – Giving seven against Iowa State, okay, like Spencer Rattler's going to bounce back, right? Right. I guess. Jesus. The man. first time first time Lincoln Riley has ever lost after after losing. He's never lost back-to-back games. He, Crazy. Uh, Crazy he flopped. Crazy stuff, dude. So, I hate Oklahoma. That's fine. Uh, but you picked Auburn. Or, yes, you picked Auburn to cover. That was terrible. I'm a fool. Um, I picked Kentucky to cover, so that was terrible. And then – um. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you took South Carolina, which was the difference between you and I, and that's what gave you the game advantage. So now the I am South seven Carolina and nine. Game backdoor cover, love it. Yeah, I mean South Carolina held on to the ball for like ten minutes at the end of that game. I felt like that was amazing. Uh, very frustrating for me. Um, whatever. Uh, you, I am now seven and nine. You are now six and ten. You are within a game. You are within Let's touching go. distance. But again, Let's plenty of time. So this week, a lot of pretty good games, uh, actually. Yeah, it's yeah. not quite as bad as it has been. Uh, we're going to open up with I be- Florida giving seven at a and I believe it's at Texas A&M. I, I could be wrong on that. But what do you think? I think Vegas does not like Florida. They, they hate them. And you know what I always say? Vegas. Alabama, Vegas what, was Alabama 20, what was Alabama? Like 18-point favorites against a or 19? Yeah, it was, around, like it was around three touchdowns, yeah. Yeah, like, this, this is, I mean, I guess it's on the road, so that impacts it a little bit. But at this point, I think Alabama's a double-digit betting favorite over Florida. Great. Um, as it, unless, as it looks Unless right they now. continue to, yeah, if they continue when they beat Georgia, it could change, but we'll see. Right, right. That's going to be kind of the, the equalizer here. But I, you know, I think I like, I think I like Florida to cover here. Um. But, I, I, you know, A&M's offense looked really good last week. Um, Widemar and Kyle Pitts are probably going to have big games. Kyle Pitts usually does. Yeah, so did Widemar. Good Lord, he torched us. That, 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 guy, that guy will rival Kyle Pitts. Like, P- 
people are going to say that, like, Kyle Pitts, Kyle Pitts, Kyle Pitts. Wadamire at Texas A&M is nasty. That dude yeah. is really good. Um, he and he and Kyle Pitts are the top two tight ends in the league. Um, they're both going to have big games. I'll take Florida here, though. Florida at A&M giving seven. Taylor has Florida. This one's weird because I think Florida opened up as four-point favorites, and it's gone up. I know it's gone up. I don't believe they opened at seven. No. Um, so it's gone up. People taking Florida under a touchdown, which is probably safe call. Um, and I think, honestly, it'll it'll probably drop back down tomorrow morning, if I had to guess. I think – may, it may not, actually. But – it's a really tough one to call because I, I to a at home, but it's not really at home. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. and like you said, their def their, their offense is pretty good. Um, but their defense just, I don't think they can stop Florida's offense. I think Florida's offense is, looks really good this year, uh, until they, and we'll, we'll see when they hit Georgia's defense, but I don't think they're going to play defense up to that caliber until then. And, yeah. um, I think, uh, yeah, I think they, they handle A&M, uh, I, I think Jimbo really needs a win is, is my only is my only hold. Uh, I mean, it's he not like they can did. fire him. He, but. No, they guaranteed him almost $100 million damn dollars uh, yeah. to be very decent. Um, I told yeah, you I told I you we were going to blow the doors off that lukewarm half-ass program, and I was not wrong. No, you you weren't. And yeah. I, I think A&M is in some trouble here. I think Florida gets a dub. Yeah, I'm going Florida. I, I don't like Jimbo. I trust, I trust Kyle Trask a lot more than Kellen Mond. Yes, 100%. Because, like, Kellen Mond could be really good, but he could also throw up another stinker. Like, he – like, you don't know what you're going to get, and Kyle Trask looks really damn good. Yeah, I think – and, again, against this A&M defense, which is kind of thin. I think they've lost some guys through opt-out, if I recall correctly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it just doesn't doesn't look like they have enough to slow Florida down. Uh, so we both got Florida in that one because Jimbo Fisher sucks. Um, yeah. Moving on to Tennessee at Georgia. Um, Georgia giving twelve and a half points. Not that big a spread. No. And look, man, uh, Jeremy Pruitt has those dudes playing well. Um, he they does. Have the longest active win streak <clears throat> in the SEC. This could also be a sleeper game for Georgia. Um, you know, true. big emotional emotional game last week. Obviously, like they beat Auburn's ass for sure. Um, but emotional game last week, another huge one, huge, huge, huge game next week. Um, I think this could be a trap game uh, for Georgia, and and I think Tennessee's defense will keep it close. I I like Tennessee to cover. I don't think uh, they win. But I, I think it's going to be an ugly game because it, although Georgia dominated last week, their offense didn't look great. No, nah. uh, I mean, I thought they won like 40 opinion. some odd to six and they only scored, what, 27? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, 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 I hate that. It's going to rain in, in, in Athens, too. It looks like it's going to rain pretty consistently throughout the day. It's going to be a bit windy. It's an ugly it, ass game, bro. It's setting up for an ugly game. I think that, and that's exactly what I mean. The kind of what both teams want. It's not like Georgia's a team to air it out. You know what I mean? No. But uh, I don't think they have the same talent at running back that they have in previous years. I mean, they they're Matt, good, not great. Matt's they're, gonna they're get after not me. Great on that. like they usually are. That, he yeah. is, but he is, but I mean, 
and it's not like we're saying their running backs suck, but they don't no. have they don't have a Todd Gurley or a Sony Michelle. Like they don't have that this year. Um, so I think Tennessee keeps it close. I do too. I especially given the Alabama game next week. You know. I don't. Yeah. I. I. I'm hesitant to pick the same team as you again. And I, I think, think we'll differ here in the last three days. Yeah, we may, we may. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Tennessee. It's, it's not that big a spread, but I think it's gonna be a really ugly game, and I think it's like a more of a ten point game than anything. And like you said, Tennessee's been, they've been playing pretty well. They're on a good win streak against really shitty teams, but, but they got momentum and they're confident. They're confident, and uh, yeah, ugly game. I'm gonna go with Tennessee as well, but I don't, I don't like it. I don't love it. Um, yeah. Because I'm banking on Tennessee, so never. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't feel good. Uh, next game, game I'm assuming college game day uh, is Miami at Clemson, a uh, mm-hmm. a big matchup. I big don't ma- think it's Taylor. that big, dude. Okay, well Taylor, you know what? It's a uh, it's a top ten matchup, so it's piped up. Yeah, I mean I get that. I think Clemson blows them out. Clemson uh, giving like, fourteen, by the way. Yeah, give me Clemson. I just I you know. And I said I wasn't going to, you know, continually shit on Miami for no reason. They do look good, <laughs> but, but, but Clemson is super good. And Miami, I still kind of think is fake good. Well, 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 Taylor, how we have differed at this very moment. Um, I totally disagree. Uh, I actually, I, I said the same thing last night. I, I had dinner with my dad. And I said the same thing last night and. He was like, you know, I don't, I don't think that's the case. I think Miami's a lot better than you're making them out to be. And I thought about it. Clemson has covered the spread once this season against the Citadel. Uh, they did not cover against Virginia or Wake Forest. Um, they're off, Those are good they're points. Off, their offense has not looked nearly as good as you would expect it with the talent they still have. Well, they're, they're at receiver, they're kind of thin, if we're being honest. They still have Travis Etienne. Travis? Yeah. Yeah. And and uh the best quarterback in the country. Yeah. Um and they still have uh I they may be thin a receiver. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say they have enough talent to sling to let uh to let uh Trevor Lawrence sling the ball around. And yet they just haven't really blown the doors off of people like you would expect them to do with Virginia or Wake Forest. And I don't know what that is. I have no idea. But I think this Miami team is is maybe number seven maybe a little kind but i think they're pretty good and i think the offense is pretty good i think they 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 struggled against uib to start the season but that's a pretty good uib uh defense um one of the most effective last year as far as uh i forgot the rating ssp i don't remember yeah, yeah. very good uib defense last year and a pretty good one this year and uh yeah i i honestly think they come in and i think they compete I really do. I think uh, Miami can keep it close. Whether or not 14 is is a tough one, it could go either way. But I like Miami. I do. All right. Yeah, that's fine. So differ the, there. The, the red. This should be changed to the Red River. I don't even know. Shout yes. We are now on to unranked Oklahoma giving two to number 22 Texas. I guess, dude. I think. I don't even know what I think about this game. Like, both these teams suck. Um, they're so bad. Like, they're not good. Um, I guess, dude, you know what? Give me 
give me Texas mostly because Oklahoma, like, I thought they would do it last week. They didn't. Um, and they didn't particularly look good at all they at any awful. point in that game. Um, and you got to think, like, at some point they'll figure it out, but we have nothing to, to go on that says they'll figure it out because they lost to Iowa State. Um, no, I mean, so, an Iowa State team who lost to Iowa or Louisiana Lafayette. And Texas lost to Texas Tech, you know. But at this point, I think Texas probably – has wait, no, no Texas, Texas beat, beat Texas, Texas Tech. Tech. They nearly lost to Texas Tech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who did they lose to? Uh, TCU last week. Yeah. Okay. Right. Right. <laughs> just yeah, so they both they both lost to just absurdly inferior teams. Um, and I don't know. Give me Texas. I mean, I, I like Sam Ellinger, more experienced quarterback. He definitely hates Oklahoma. He grew up a hook'em guy. Um. So I guess give me Texas. Man, give me give me the uh, Texas Sam Ellinger soundbite. Texas, we're back. Give me that one. Uh, uh, yeah, I no, I like it. I like Texas here as well. I I saw a tweet that actually kind of summed everything up that I, I thought about this this matchup and that Texas's floor is higher than Oklahoma's floor. Yeah. And like you said, experience. Not that uh, much. But. No, but experience at quarterback. Pretty, I mean, they have they have a, a first round offensive lineman, if I remember correctly. Uh, they got some talent. Not Tommy Brockenmeyer, I tell you that one. <laughs> but they have talent. I mean, so does Oklahoma. But Oklahoma's look like they've been recruiting three stars for the past five years. The way they've been playing this season. Um, they look bad. So, yeah, this, this is an ugly matchup. It's probably one I won't watch, but two points. It's basically a pick em. Give me, Give me Texas. I, I hate it. Uh, and then the last one of the week, it was kind of a tough one. There were three really good games this week, and I could have picked some other ones, but I figured I'd go with the last ranked matchup of the week. Number 19, Virginia Tech at number eight, North Carolina. North Carolina giving four. North Carolina has not really played up to their potential, I feel like. They, have, they, they haven't, and I think they've only played two games so far. Yeah, and but they've looked very sloppy. Sam Howell has not looked great. Um, I think he's super talented, but again, like, this pandemic has thrown a huge wrench in everybody's plans, and, and they don't look very good. Um I mean, obviously they're a top ten team, but they they don't look as good as they could. I'll say that. I, I don't think they suck. Um, but having said that, um, if I'm being honest with you, I don't know anybody on Virginia Tech's team. They and, actually, actually have a pretty good running back, and I, I'm totally I'm spacing his name, and everybody's gonna be like, "Oh wow, why you even mention him?" Um, they actually have. Uh, hold on, I'll pull it up. Just yeah, go ahead. I think I don't know. I maybe this is the game that UNC like actually gets up for it. And four, I mean, you score a I just cracked. <laughs> you score a quick touchdown at the end and that covers the the full point spread there. Um and it's at UNC. Um again, don't really know a whole lot of what home field advantage does for you in this climate. Um but I think I'm gonna take UNC here. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, I UNC one and one against the spread. By the way, uh, they beat Syracuse. Just be, they came out pretty hot in the second half, but they struggled with their 
I believe it's the three five three. It's the same thing Mississippi State runs. Um, Stupid. And they they really struggled with that in the first half. They got a hold of it, and then against uh, was it? Oh, Boston College last week. They really struggled. Actually, I think they won by like four ish, somewhere around that. Um, I believe. Well, I need him to win by five this week. It is it is the Kansas transfer running back Khalil, Her- Khalil Herbert. He leads the nation with two hundred seventy six all purpose yards per game for Virginia Damn. Tech. Yes. Uh, oh. And he he got 357 all-purpose yards against Duke last week, um, and then 207 rushing yards. He looks really good. Khalil Herbert is is putting up numbers now. Duke not that great to be fair. They've really struggled this season. They they hung around with Notre Dame though. But yeah, that's true. But uh, it looks it, I I really like the kid. Wait, who you took me North Carolina right? Yeah. I I like I like the kid. I think um, they also have Raheem Blackshear, who's a pretty solid running back behind him. Um, and uh, I think the run game is going to be very important for Virginia Tech. And in the two games they've played, they've looked pretty good from what I've seen. So I'm going to go with Virginia Tech with the upset of Mac Brown's a little overhyped, I think, North Carolina team this year. They haven't shown me what I wanted to see from them. And uh, I think Virginia Tech, I, they'll, they'll be able to take a four-point spread. I think they will. Okay. So well, we shall see. Just to recap, because I gotta, I gotta head to lunch with the boss's boss here soon. But yep. Um, just to recap, I've got um, Florida, Tennessee, Clemson, Texas, and North Carolina, and you've got um, Florida, Tennessee, Miami, Texas, and Vatek. That is correct, Taylor. So some movement, some potential movement this week. Only game back, Taylor is. Uh, and uh, trying to, honestly, for the both of us, I think just trying to get to 500. So Yeah, you ain't kidding. I'm losing my ass off here. If we could just do but that, I'd be, be fair, pretty happy. To be fair, neither one of us kept up with the, the teams that we followed um, in week one. So week one kind of slammed us. That is true. Week one was tough, uh, and I think we, yeah, we we lost, and we've been doing okay since then. So yeah, I think uh, from from here we can only go up. Yeah, uh, but I would agree. We can get out of here. I know you got to get to lunch. Uh, I'm glad we could record something, throw something together uh, for the fans. Um, we, this is episode 48, by the way. So two episodes away from episode 50. Uh, Gotta start working on that on that big episode fifty potential uh, uh, yes. surprise. But it will, it, get excited is all I'm saying, guys. Don't get too excited. Now. Don't get too excited, but get a little excited. We'll make Don't it fun. We'll make we'll make it fun, whatever we do. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, uh, Taylor, anything else to add? Um, I hope my wild ass score prediction is correct. I, I also do because I'd really like that one. Um, by the way, if you like to if you like this podcast, uh, subscribe on iTunes, follow us yes. on Instagram and Twitter at Not So Experts. Tweet at us. Taylor tweets sometimes. You could just tweet at us. You could just you know if you have any thoughts, you want us to talk about anything, let us know. Um, maybe I'll post on the Instagram one day. Uh, and give us a five star rating on I- iTunes if you really enjoyed this episode. Uh, but if you hate it, don't say shit. Don't say anything. Thank you very much. That is our policy. 
Um, yes. But thank you for listening. Uh, hope y'all enjoy. Have a good Friday and Saturday. Uh, and until next time, roll Todd. Roll Todd. Rolling down a backwoods Tennessee byway. One arm on the wheel, holding my lover with the other. A sweet, soft southern thrill. Worked hard all week. Got a little jingle on a Tennessee Saturday night. Couldn't feel better. I'm together with my Dixie Land tonight. Spend my. Dollar